Welcome to the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am your host and coach, Kelly Kristen, and my mission is to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. If you are wanting to experience more joy, pleasure, deeper connection to your femininity, sensuality, and spirituality, you are in the right place. This podcast will give you the tools and guidance you need to transform yourself and life from the inside out. I am so happy to have you here. Now, get ready to unleash. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to another AstroCast edition of the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am so incredibly happy that you are here. And today we are talking all about Aries season. If you didn't know, Aries season is my absolute favorite season because I am an Aries and I love myself and I will not apologize for it. I love Aries. I love the energy. I love everything about it. And just like all of you, um, this Aries season was definitely a big surprise. Um, Aries being in quarantine, you know, not the easiest thing to do. And I know that we are all going through our own struggles and everything that's going on in the world right now. So I'm super excited to have Raquel to talk about the astrology and talk about how we can embody that Aries energy, no matter where we are, no matter who we are with, no matter what we are doing, we can still use this time, this season, and everything that's happening around us for our own personal growth. And uh, Raquel just drops so much beautiful wisdom in this episode. And I am so, so excited for you guys to hear it. Before we get started, I do want to remind you, Aries season is all about you. It is the self. It is the ego. It is about self growth. And that is precisely why Confidence Unleashed is open for you guys right now. Confidence Unleashed is my brand new program that is designed to help you forever release the fear of judgment, abandonment, rejection, to have you quiet that inner critic inside of you that tells you that you can't do it, that part of you that still doubts yourself, and create that most confident version of you so that you can be confident doing what you want to do in this world. And it's really about uncovering the true you. And I think that now more than ever, that is so, so important. You guys, I purposely priced this course at a crazy, insane introductory price for you guys, because I know a lot of us are struggling and I don't want any person to miss out on this who really, really needs it. And do not wait. The course is only going to be at this introductory price and open until April 2nd. So do not wait. I will put the link in the show notes. I am also all about it on all of my social medias. Make sure you are following me at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. Make sure you are following Raquel at astrology.withraquel. I love you guys so, so much. Without further ado, let's get into airy season. Okay, so how is quarantine life treating you? Oh, it's here. We've arrived. (laughs) I think as a Virgo, I didn't realize how much I was kind of already isolating. (laughs) (laughs) The adjustments that I've had to make are not that extreme. 
necessarily. Right. Um, but I mean, it's, it's really interesting because I also just, I'm really thinking a lot about how much I want to go travel and all the things I want to do. And so I'm, I'm definitely getting a little stir crazy. Right. I'm on day 16 right now. So it's happening. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm on day, I'm on day 15 or 16, actually. I think I'm right there with you in line with that. Yeah. It's been, it's on one hand, it's like, I already worked from home. So it's like, it's not that big of a difference when it comes to that. But you know, I didn't, you know, my day was like, get up, do a little work, leave, go to the gym, go do this, go be out in the sunshine. And it's just been super, it's been intense for me just to have to be at home. And then, you know, um, my honey was not feeling good. And so then it was like one of those things that we had to do the socially responsible thing and just completely isolate, not go anywhere, not be with anybody, not be around anybody. So it's really just been us, which has been, you know, it's, it's good. I'm really grateful that like we do have a really beautiful relationship and we get along with each other. Um, because I think that's super important. You know, I think relationship stuff is really being highlighted right now. And it's like, if you're in something that is not working and you're stuck together in quarantine, Ooh, I feel for you because that has got to be so, so intense. Um, and I think like just as a society, it's like we're kind of realizing how much we really do value like that human connection. Like even somebody like you who maybe does spend a lot of time alone and you work alone and all this stuff, it's like you're still feeling that, oh, but now I can't have that. Yeah. I mean, I did um, – I was in Chicago – Uh, right before things got really intense. And so I also did a strict, really strict 14 days of self-isolation just because I didn't know if I was going to start feeling sick or not, you know, because I was at the airport. I was at LAX and O'Hare, two massively big airports. And so I'm right there with you. And luckily I, I didn't get sick. I didn't come down with symptoms, but you're right. There was such a social awareness that other people could and might, and it, it could start happening to people that we know and love and trust. And I agree with you so much about relationships right now. It's been very revealing, very healing. And I think that ultimately, you know, we see this in the astrology, like what's going on with all the Saturn and Capricorn energy that's very restrictive and all about the rules and the government. And so I think we're learning how to recalibrate our own rules and how we govern our own homes, right. what things look like, our new schedules, our new ways of being. And I think that's kind of the layer that we're all moving through. And so even though we're separate, I think we all have this pandemic in common right now on a global scale, which is really interesting. Oh yeah, it it is because I'm feeling like right now is a time that we've never experienced before, obviously, right? Like there's no right way to feel. There's no right way to do anything because it's literally brand new things that we're all just being thrown into. But where I'm finding the beauty of it is really just being in the present moment because it's like we're being forced to be in the present moment. Like we don't have that predictable future right now. We don't have the things that we sort of have taken for granted. So it's like, Right now is that time where I feel like 
anything that has not been working in your life is being highlighted. Like where you are uncomfortable right now, it's like, hello, this is what has not been working in your life. And now is like that time where you can literally go, go into this collective cocoon and transform it. Like you can go in and say, okay, this is what I don't want anymore. How am I going to create something different for myself and take this time to do that, right? Yeah, I really believe that we're being gifted with uncertainty and the unknown and uncomfortability. Yes. For me personally, before any big creation, generally speaking, the activator or catalyst was uncomfortability or fear. Right. So I always knew I was on the brink of something brilliant. And I'm right there with you. I'm like, it's not a quarantine, it's a cocoon. And I'm yes. here for the metamorphosis of, of for the new earth, the new paradigm. Because yeah, you're right. We've this is history in the making. We've never seen a collective global shift ever in the history of, of the universe. Like this is completely unprecedented times and we are really a part of history in the making. And I think just because I have looked at so much astrology and worked with so many clients, I'm starting to see in people's charts that a lot of us, if not all of us, it's pretty clear that I think we were kind of incarnated into this time-space reality for this very moment in history to, it sounds crazy, but save the world. <laughs> like we all have a role in this and that's becoming so clear, I think. Right. Well, and I'm right there with you, right? Because I, I truly believe souls come here like to incarnate during a certain time to experience a certain something. So it's like, if you're here right now listening to this, why, why is that? Why is that? You know, why are you here? What are you being called to do? What are you being nudged to do? Like, and that's, that's the beauty of everything that's happening right now. And it's like, of course, I don't want to talk about like, oh, this is the best thing ever because like there's sad things going on. There's bad things going on. You know, like that is really real for some people. If you're feeling a lot of fear, anxiety, like that is real for you. And you can still like be in that space, accept it and still choose to move forward no matter what you're going through. And I think, you know, we're being shown how resilient we are as humans and, you know, how we can really band together and get through anything, you know, just the outpouring of online support because we can't, you know, do it in person. It's been so beautiful just to witness and to be a part of really. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, in the astrology, we're starting a new three-year cycle with Saturn moving into Aquarius. Aquarius rules the online space, the digital world, systems, the collective humanitarian efforts. But Aquarius energy is also known to detach a little bit and to isolate a little bit. Interesting. So yeah, <laughs> cosmically, it's like, okay, cool. We're stepping into a new Aquarius cycle and we are all detaching and isolating. And it's, a, it's an innovative time and it's a creative time. And also, I want to say that the last time we saw this shift, Saturn going into Aquarius, was uh, 1991. And we were coming out of a Capricorn cycle, which we just came out of. And from 1988 to 1991, we saw a lot of restriction. And then there was a revolution, um, the start of the gay rights movement. That's when we had the Rodney King riots here in LA. So yeah, there was a lot of pain and there was turmoil, but there was also a, a lot of activation that came after that. And people coming together, um, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which is the great unifier. Yes, Uranus mm. sudden change and shock factor, but it's also the great unifier. And I think that we are going to naturally feel guilty if during this pandemic, 
we're making money, we're feeling good, we're bonding, we're in love. And that's a big thing I want to talk about because I'm like incredibly in love right now. And I had to work through so much guilt over that because I'm like, how can I feel like this when people are sick and dying? And it was just a different layer of the process for me. But I know that a lot of people are feeling that as well. Um, And we should talk about that. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective because yeah, like I was saying, I'm almost enjoying the time and really looking forward to what this is creating. And I know that's not the reality for most people, but I do feel like part of my positioning within that is like, I can't feel bad enough to help somebody else. You know, I can't feel guilty enough to take away somebody else's pain. Like how I can create change and how I can help people is by being that high vibration, by being that light, by standing for the things that I truly believe in. Um, and, you know, that goes back to an old Wayne Dyer teaching who, who he is like one of my favorite spiritual teachers of all time. I mean, just like anytime I need like a soothing masculine energy, <laughs> I just like put on one of his audios. And I remember hearing him say that many years ago and it just sticking with me. Like I cannot feel bad enough to help somebody else. And that just sort of stayed with me where it's like, yeah, keep shining the light, keep being the light for people because maybe it will trigger some people, but triggers are healers, triggers are teachers. And we're pulling people out of that darkness and into the, you know, into that transformation that they need. Yeah. And I also think what's very interesting is we are right now, the North Node of Destiny is in the sign of Cancer. It's been there since November 2018. So it's a very nurturing energy that we've all felt collectively because the nodes of the moon determine fate and karma. And so on May 5th, the nodes are moving into Gemini and Sagittarius, which is a completely different energy. And we almost look at this astrologically as like we were kind of collectively nurturing each other and setting ourselves up a little bit for this moment in that a lot of people don't like to talk about shadow or fear or being scared. And now it is just a common thing to accept that we're all scared. We're all in this together. This is unknown for everyone. Right. And I like that because what we see, I think globally and with the government is that there's been so many things that were kept in the shadows and this is a time to bring all of that to the light. And so for me, it's all about vibrational frequencies. And so when I'm feeling fear, I just hold space for that part of myself that's scared instead of forcing myself to be love and light because it's not happening at all times. And I've been having so much fun oscillating between all the different layers. It's just this massive lesson in self-acceptance and then accepting other people's fear as well. Because like in my partnership, there was a day where I was freaked out and crying and scared and he was in the love and light high vibration. (laughs) And I was a little bit annoyed by that because I'm like, you're not being real. And he was just like, you're not being real. And it was just, it turned into like a really beautiful interaction and connection for us. And so it's just important to be in your truth no matter where it's at and like make peace with the process. Totally. I think that's so, so huge. Like, yeah, if you're feeling the fear, it's totally okay. And that's like, it's just there presented with you for you to accept it and to love it. You know, like that's what makes it go away. Like not you pretending like you can just 
think positively and it's just going to automatically go away. Like, no, there's something that you need to deal with. You know, I love to just get into my body and being like, where wants to move right now? Like, where does this actually want to move through? What is this really about? Because emotions will come and go if we let them. You know, that persistence is because you're resisting that feeling. But if we can just go into it and just deal with it and take a really honest look at it and still love ourselves anyway, I feel like that is the key. Like that is really the key. I've been dancing. I mean, I've always loved music. I was in cheerleading and all of that. I've always just loved moving my body. But as an adult, I listen to music, but I'm not always dancing. And dancing has really been a game changer for me. I would wake up crying. Like last week, I would literally just wake up and immediately start crying. And when that was happening, I would let myself cry a little bit. And then I'd be like, okay, I need to turn on music. And then I'd just start dancing. And like you said, I could feel it in my body get released. Totally. Yeah. It's so huge. Like I, you know, I created this little video about this the other day because to me, there's nothing better than dancing, moving through the emotions with your body. Like it is way better than EFT tapping. Like I get that some people like that, but I just can't sit there with all of the emotions inside of me and tap on my body. Like, no, I need to get up. I need to move. I need to release this energy. And it's such a beautiful practice. And if more people did that, I feel like uh, the world would be a much happier place (laughs) because it is like, if you want to cry, just cry. If you want to scream, scream. If you want to punch a pillow, punch a fucking pillow. Just do all of the things. You know, a lot of times our emotions are trapped in that sort of juvenile state of like, but I, I tell, you know, my clients and stuff, like have a temper tantrum, like a two-year-old would, like th- we can learn things <laughs> from children, right? Like they don't, they haven't been told, no, you can't process your emotion that way. It's just natural. So when we get back to that natural state of processing, it is very much childlike, but that's loving that inner child. Like that's calling back that wounded child to say, Hey, I love you. And you're okay here. Yeah. I've done a lot of inner child work and it's definitely resurfaced through the pandemic. And I need my inner child, Teddy. And so every day I'm like checking in with her. I'm like, hey girl, do we want ice cream? Do we want to dance? Should we prank call a boy? Like I've gone very juvenile and it's so much fun. And this is stuff that, you know, I'll be honest with you. A couple months ago, I was too busy to do these things. Right. You know, I was too adult and now I'm not. And I feel that one of the biggest lessons here, which I believe there are many, I really think it's about us returning to the core essence of who we really are, our inner beings. Um, You know, I'm not a natural blonde and I'm looking pretty brunette right now, right? (laughs) All of these external things that maybe we've used to create these identities for ourselves, it's all slipping away. We're not, we can't get our nails done. It doesn't matter what we're wearing. It doesn't matter how our hair is. It's, you know, all these different things. And so what's happening is we're just returning to who we really are. And I think if we can do that and then connect and lead from that space, that's the new earth. That's the new paradigm. That's the shift. I agree with that so much. And I, and I love that so much, the way that you just worded that. That was beautiful. And I feel like that actually kind of goes right along with airy season, which mm-hmm. we are in. It's a very different airy season than the typical one, but we're here. 
And I feel like that to me, Aries is, you know, obviously I'm an Aries, so it's my favorite, <laughs> but I feel like it's most people's favorites, low key, even if they don't want to say it. <laughs> Aries, they're like, everyone loves Aries the most. I know this to be true. <laughs> We're the absolute best. Uh, but I do feel like to me, it's always been that time to like return home, return to my truth, like pull out the, the me and the meanness, right? And like really step forward with that. So do you feel like we're seeing that right now? Yes. So Aries is the first sign of the zodiacal wheel and the real astrological New Year's, which we talked about a couple podcasts back, is the first day of Aries season. Right. So it's, you know, no coincidence that as we're literally entering into a new paradigm, we have a new astrological year lined up perfectly. And there is a big focus on self and there's a big Chiron square, which Chiron is the wound of self. It's the wounded healer. And a lot of us right now are being called inward and a lot of us are alone and we are processing things about ourselves and our feelings and our beings that maybe we weren't confronting before because we didn't have to. And so for this Aries season, generally speaking, it's like, oh, make big, bold leaps and do this and do that. And it's like, we're still going to do that, just not in the way that we thought not in the way that we traditionally do because we are in unprecedented times. And so all of this Aries fire and all of this Aries activation, we can still channel that, but we channel it now into healing. We channel it into what is my identity? What is going on with my ego? How am I presenting to others? Is it in alignment? Aries represents I energy. It's me. Right. So I think that with that being said, it's, it's cool because we don't not have access to this. It's just, this is all a big adjustment period. So we can still use Aries season. We just might want to adjust how we utilize the energy. And I do want to say with Aries, it, it can lead to frustration or <laughs> feeling like burnt out with our own energy. And uh, Aries is the match that starts the whole flame, of course. So we, we might be starting some fires that we're like, ooh, I, uh, maybe not. (laughs) Right. Right. So if, if this is that time to reflect inward and to do that, I work that me work, like how do you feel right now? We could use, we could use this to the best, like of our abilities. Like what would you suggest somebody tangibly do right now to work with the Aries energy as is versus like what we typically think about that boldness, right? So Aries is ruled by the planet Mars and Mars rules the physical vessel in the body. Mm. So I really, like I was mentioning dance, I really think this is a good time to uh, be with our bodies, um, doing mirror work, looking at every single inch of your body. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know, feeling your body, where are you holding energy? Where do you, when you get scared, what part of your body is it coming from? When you're excited, where is it coming from? It's really just this deeper acknowledgement of self. And it does have to do with the physical vessel, but also fighting spirit and that internal drive, that internal motor of like um, energy and determination and motivation. It's like, what can we get excited about now? Right. Right. And I know I'm feeling that totally in my life where I'm like, I, well, like I said, I was really excited for Aries season just because, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I always find it to me is, 
it's like celebration time. It's like, you know, we're going into spring, we're having this newness and it's fresh and it's new and it's exciting. So to me, it's like, where can I still find that fresh, that new and that exciting? And where can I still celebrate even though we do have this weird sort of almost like a somber energy that a lot of people I feel like are carrying. Um, It's like, where can I still celebrate and get really, really excited just for me and nobody else? Do you feel that? Yes. And also tapping into the, that warrior spirit Mm. that represents, it's like, I'm going to weather this storm. I'm going to go to the, the front lines and fight. A lot of people are the front lines right now fighting all the people in the healthcare um, industry, right? And so we've, we're, we haven't seen this type of energy in our society. The last time that we've seen it were literally like during the plague and during actual wars and, and stuff like that. And so we all have this fighting spirit living within us and we're all going to activate differently because we're all so unique and so different and so special. But it is an invitation, I believe, to really show up and it's a great time to tap into your gifts like what do you have to share with the world and a lot of people are maybe losing their jobs mm-hmm. and i have a very deep sensitivity around that but if you're in a line of work and you can't work right now maybe it's just that you can't do that job but what what else could you do then i have a lot of friends who are not able to work and they're like i'm painting again I'm, you know, doing things from childhood again. And maybe we start monetizing that, like the real gifts, like what we're really, really good at. Right. I feel that so much. I feel that so much right now that it, it is like you're being, you know, called to rise. You're being called to answer those things inside of you that you have let lay dormant, that you have said, oh no, my job is more important or this is more important, or you just get so caught up in the routine and so caught up in the monotony. And now, especially because we're in, a lot of people are in isolation or you're just maybe with a couple people, one other person, something like that. It's like, you are literally being forced to look at you and nobody and nothing else but you. And most people are terrified of that because we create so much of the routine and we create so much of the busy and the doingness because we're really afraid to look inside of ourselves because there's uncomfortable things there. There's things that we haven't dealt with. There's maybe having a lot of fear around really embodying what our true gifts are right? Like how many people feel really called to do something, but then they have that self-doubt. They have, you know, that, that voice that tells them, ah, it wouldn't work for you. You can't do it. Who are you to think that you could do this? Um, Fears of being rejected by other people, you know, oh, what's my family going to think of me? What's this person going to think of me? And we let that rule our lives. And it's like, this is really that time to say no to all of that and just become like, the best version of you, right? Yeah. I mean, Aries is the pioneer. And so I think it's about being the leader of your own life and whatever that looks like for you is perfect. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. I love that. Being the leader of your own life, being the leader of your own life. That's, I I like that a lot. Like, can I quote you on that and steal that? (laughs) And that's how I, that's really how I feel. And I think that Aries being a fire sign, it's very activating. Of course, we have a lot, a lot of other intense astrology happening, but you and I are both the same. We love to work with the season that we're in. It's about being present. We are right. in the season. We're in the here and now. 
And this is a new cycle. So this is a fresh new beginning for all of us. Right. So I would love that. Like to me, what is the new beginning? Like I would feel that every person right now could work with this energy just being like, what is my new beginning right now? What am I being called to step into? And what am I being called to create just within myself? You know, and I'm not saying that every person needs to go out and be the super creative person and all of this stuff. It's not about that. It's literally just about being true to you, whatever that is. And what a beautiful time to be true to yourself. Yeah. And on the positive, you know, Capricorn energy, Capricorn was the government and to be, um, in this time, it's interesting because yes, it's scary because everything we thought we knew, everything we were born into, everything the generations before us told us, this is life. These are the systems. We're seeing them all crumble in front of our faces, right? which is scary, of course. But if we really go a little bit deeper, we can very quickly start to see these are systems that were created like by rich white men for generations that are not our generation mm-hmm. that really didn't work for us. 401k, social security, all of the banking systems, all of that stuff is so problematic and so corrupt that truly the new paradigm is showing us that it's not about a world that's about me, 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 and greed and wealth and celebrity and billionaires. We're stepping into a space where it's about being communal and caring about everyone else. And so how can we work together as a whole, not just like take what we can take and then that's life. That's not really what life is about. I have always felt that. I have felt really miserable the last like two years, like since Saturn went into Capricorn, um, December of 2017, I have felt like on this wheel that I can just never get off no matter what numbers I hit, no matter what relationship I'm in, nothing has ever felt good enough. I had been so burnt out. And by the end of the day, I'm like, what the fuck is this for? Mm. For what? For what? What is it for? For me, I'm like, I would just love to go live somewhere in the rainforest and have a self-sustaining farm with a million dogs just be in love and just be in nature. And like, that was my retirement plan. And it looks like that just got very fast forwarded for me (laughs) because I do think we're going to go back to the basics, right? I'm already here living in LA. I'm planting vegetables and I'm, you know, I'm doing what I can to be self-sustaining. Like I'm learning how to make soap and how to wash my clothes in my bathtub, like things that our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers had to do. We're kicking it old school. Like, you know? Yeah, it is is really interesting to see the highlighting, like obviously within you of what isn't working, but yeah, totally within society, what is not working? And to have this sort of understanding that, yeah, things are going to change. And we don't know how they're going to change. Of course, we have no control, right? Like control is one of the biggest illusions that we think we have as humans, when in reality, it's like the only thing you can control is what you think, how you feel, and how you act. That is literally it. Everything else is just out the window. So knowing that and being with that, I just feel like what an interesting reflection. I also feel like, and I know you spoke about this too, it's sort of this time period where we're getting rid of the idea of like masculine versus feminine because it's really all always been the same. It's like the sort of fluid scale. Like I, I get that it's sometimes easier just to use those terms to sort of define things. But yeah, I do feel like we're breaking the sort of patriarchal structure to come into communion with like living in a more Uh, you know, fluid way, which is more feminine, but like sort of just breaking free of those labels. And it's like, how do you feel about that? 
So Capricorn rules the patriarchy and we, you know, this is sort of the dismantling of capitalism <laughs> and we are going to see a lot of dismantling between now and 2023. We are also going to see Saturn move back into Capricorn in July and stay there till December. So there's a lot of work to be done. I want to just say that first and foremost, that we do have to participate here. And I do feel in terms of the masculine and the feminine, we've had a lot of separation because of the systems of our societies, mm -hmm. socioeconomic brackets. But it's like here in Los Angeles, you know, CV doesn't care who you are, if you're a celebrity, if you live in Bel Air, if you like, it doesn't matter who you are. So all of these labels are getting stripped down. And I do feel that the masculine, feminine, it's really not about that anymore. I think it's just about a natural state of flow and rhythm and getting on the vibrational frequencies of love. And I know I sound like such a hippie. <laughs> not even a hippie, you guys, but... I found very early on in this pandemic, uh, the portal of love opened up for me and I had a hard time accepting it. And then I realized like, why would this portal be open if this wasn't the fucking cure? And right. I think on a more spiritual plane, a lot of soulmates are finding each other right now in a pinch. Soulmates are coming together. Karmic relationships that no longer serve are ending. Mm -hmm. Hopping on that vibrational frequency of love is really, I think, brings so much peace and reprieve and hope and faith. And that's where I'm choosing to focus my energy. Yeah, I agree with that. Hope and faith, because that is like, that's all that, that's all that you can do. You know, I always think like I can choose to plug into the fear and the worry, or I can choose to plug into the hope and the faith. What is going to serve me better? I think that the veil is very thinned right now. Yes. We are able to hop timelines right now. It's a little bit psychedelic, but I know it. it. And I notice that when I get scared, I what's happening is my consciousness is returning to all my past lifetimes where I was in fear, or maybe I had previous lifetimes like in the plague or when people were there was famine or sickness or death or war. And I get very, very, very scared. And then when I pull myself out of it, I noticed that when I hop under the frequency of love or talk to my partner. I start feeling like that free love era. I start feeling joy. I start feeling abundance. My Venmo starts going off. My PayPal starts going off. I feel like I have a role in this. And my role in this personally is not fear-based. It's I'm not saying that I'm not available for the reality of what's happening. I'm saying that I'm not available for old paradigm ways of thinking. Right. I love that so much. And I agree with you 100%. I think that right now, like, it is that time where things are just being sped up. You know, you have an idea and it's like you can put it into action right now. You don't have to wait. And it's because it's on the physical plane and on the spiritual plane. Physically, there's probably not a lot of things in your way that maybe typically are in your way. And spiritually, it is, um, I think, just a time of really openness. I think, too, to go down a little bit of the spiritual rabbit hole. It's <laughs> is like, it is that time to tune in and like ask for guidance, like there's the veil is thin. There are angels everywhere. Like they have been speaking to me this morning. I went outside. I was walking outside. There's two doves sitting on the stairway. Like what? There's ne I've never seen doves here. You know, and they're just they're just looking at me so peaceful, so beautiful. And I just felt this overwhelming calm. I mean, every second that I'm looking somewhere, I'm getting just signals that like you're being guided. It's all good. It's all okay. And 
you know, the angels, like they need our permission to come up and show in our lives. So it's like, if you're needing that guidance, ask for the help because now is the time. I've totally surrendered myself to the universe, to higher power, to my cosmic guides. And every day I see my white butterfly or I see like every day I'm getting all the signs, but you're right. You do have to ask, you have to tap in and it's like asking the universe will provide. And it yes. quickly. I also feel a lot of activation in the dream world where I'm dreaming things. It's very prophetic and very psychic only to find in the waking, in my waking life that there's truth to it. There's some energy there for better or for worse. And I just think that, yeah, the veil is thin. And I think that there's a lot available to us in the spirit realm, which I know is scary, but I think that the real world is really scary right now. And if I <laughs> tap out of that and tap into my sense of spirituality and connect into God consciousness, which I know is living within me, why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't right. we do that, you know? And I, I mean, we have to start thinking like, what is, what's, what's really scary and what's not? And whatever we're afraid of, like, can we reframe that into maybe something we can just dive or dig a little deeper into for more exploration and more insight? Yes. Love it. And so I know at the time of this recording, we've already passed the new moon, which was, I think, quite a powerful new moon in this time of new beginnings. But I want to talk a little bit about the full moon that's coming up um, and how to best utilize that energy right now with everything in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll just, the, the full moon is in Libra. It's on April 7th. and the week prior, you know, is a little bit of tough astrology. And at this point, we can't ethically predict because we just have never seen this before. But I do know that we're not, it's not going to be like this for forever. It's just not. And yeah, it's going to get a little bit tougher or weirder or stranger before it gets, quote, better, unquote. <laughs> But I do know that like we are never returning to how things were because whatever was normal isn't necessarily in alignment with what Mother Earth and humanity needs right now. So I'm just asking everyone who's listening to this to understand that we don't want to go back to normal because it wasn't normal. The Earth was not able to sustain it. We were not able to sustain it like that, that rat race, that hamster wheel. Like we have to be honest with ourselves like, the way that things used to look, were we actually fucking happy or are we ready to release and step into the new paradigm? So the full moon, I think, is a great opportunity to release. It's in the sign of Libra, so it's about harmonizing and symbiosis and it's, it's a mixed full moon, you know? <laughs> right? The energy might be really heavy, especially coming off of some big transits that we haven't seen in like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because if you were to, you know, tell all of us four or five months ago that we would be in this situation, probably all of us would have said, oh, there's no way I would ever be able to survive that. And yet here we are surviving. Right. Yet here we are and we're talking and I'm seeing you and I'm feeling your energy and I'm, I'm alive. 
you know, yeah. I still pinch myself. I'm like, wait, is this reality? <laughs> <laughs> is this really real? Oh my God. So funny. Like just last night, it was Friday night and my boyfriend and I were talking. We're like, yeah, remember last week where we were like, oh man, it's Friday night and you know, we can't go anywhere and do anything. And now it's like, oh, this is just normal life. Like literally a week later, we're so adaptable right? Like, and that's, that's the other thing too. And I kind of just want to say this in general, like even about like this pandemic and everything, we are so adaptable, adaptable. Our bodies are literally built for this. Our bodies are literally built, like our immune systems are built for this. Like we can handle this, you know, take care of yourself, mind, body, spirit. You are unfuckwithable when you do those things, right? Like when you can create the consciousness of, peace, love, harmony, health within yourself, you're, you're not going to be fucked with. And I think that that's, that's the thing that this is most highlighting for me. I think our standards are changing. I think that things that used to bother us maybe won't anymore, which is actually a relief. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, there's so many people that the second I get to see them, I'm like, oh, we are having a cuddle puddle. You're braiding my hair. I'm never letting go. I'm going to be, when I go hang out with my friends, like the next time I see you, Kelly, like we're holding hands. Oh like, yeah. You know, like I'm literally not going to hold back anymore on my affection and yes. physicality. And I'm just going to love so much harder and so much more openly. And I'm not going to hold back. And I feel like we're all feeling that right where it's like we're not wasting any more time not saying how we feel. I think that a lot of people, especially in relationships, things are going from zero to a hundred because we are in the unknown. So it's like, I'm not going to not tell you that I fucking love you because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So I'm making sure that every day I am saying everything I need to say, feeling everything I need to feel, expressing myself. Like I'm not holding back in the way that I used to. Right. Beautiful. It is beautiful. It's like that time for authenticity, that time to like really just be the fact who you came here to be say what you want to say, like do what you want to do, be the you that you were like, scared to be before like now is the fucking time and it's actually kind of awesome it's such an activator and i think when we do feel that's going to get scary that can get overwhelming of course but i want everyone to really also take into consideration the stress and the strain that mother earth was experiencing so all of those fires that we had you know the the rainforest are mother earth's lungs and we're about to enter into a Venus retrograde in Gemini, which rules the lungs. And we have, you know, CV, which is <laughs> affecting. Oh, wow. And so I almost look at this as, because of course the earth is a planet and I work with the planets. I'm looking at this as a mother earth resetting herself. Definitely. I agree with that so much. We were hurting her and all of us were. I'm even seeing in my own life, in my own space, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of water bottles and trash. And like, I'm, I have a really deep consciousness. And again, that brings us to that idea of like, it's not just about me anymore. This is our earth, our journey, our experience. And I think that, yes, Aries season is going to make us focus on self, but I also think it's an opportunity to focus on how, how do my actions affect everything else around right. me? the inner and the outer. It's the micro and the macro and it's as above, so below. So I think it's really cool because it, everything starts within. And that's why I'm so excited about Aries season right now, because it's like, 
Bob Marley said, like, be the change you want to see. It starts with self. And Aries rules the first house of self, identity, and ego. Right. So here we are with an opportunity to focus on self. And maybe, just maybe, this is the makeover that we all didn't know that we needed, like Ty and Clueless, but it's like the best shit ever. Um, can I say one of the biggest FOMOs that I have right now is that you and I were going to go to that clueless pop-up in LA and that is just no longer happening. And I'm so upset. I'm really, yeah, I'm really upset about that. There's a lot of things that I was, you know, another thing too, Kelly is like, I realized that all these invitations, I would always say no to everything. And now I'm just like, nope, I'm about to be the most annoying friend you've ever had. I am inviting myself over. I am seeing you. I'm like, I want to do all the things with everybody. And I think we can all bring that into the digital online space. I'm allowing myself to be needy right now. I'm calling everybody like a million times a day. The connection that I'm feeling with people is honestly very deep. And yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you on the clueless thing, but... (laughs) it's like, I'll never miss anything with you again. You know, right. Like we're doing the things we're going the places we're having all of the fun. Like that's, that's another thing too. It's like, we're just like, life is too short to just not do what you really want and to do what really lights you up and to be like that, that version of you that just brings it all to life. You know, that's how I'm really feeling right now. And I do want to talk a little bit about that. Um, the Venus retrograde that's happening because um, selfishly, my Venus is in Gemini. Mm-hmm. Well, it's <laughs> Venus and Mars both go retrograde this year. So <laughs> astrologically, this year's astrology, like it has like teeth. It's just like, it's a lot. <laughs> and Mars is God of war, ruler of Aries. Venus is love, beauty, money, ruler of Taurus and Libra. So I want to point out that when I bring stuff up in history, we always want to remember that we've grown as a society, but we did see a Venus retrograde in the sign of Gemini in the early 1970s. And that was the end of the free love era. Oh, wow. And that, that doesn't need to happen here. I think we can look back on it and reflect on it and be like, wow, the government came down and ended the free love era where people were actually awakening and the government stopped the awakening literally stopped the awakening and we want to pay attention to that to be like no not this time right they activate in the truth and in terms of our personal astrology venus and gemini you're totally going to want to check the gemini part of your chart of course with a venus and gemini you're definitely going to feel this maybe on a more personal level but venus only goes retrograde um, every 19 to 36 months it just depends on the orbit and venus retrograde in gemini it's not a time to make crazy rash decisions. We might need to rest and reset and relax. Money stuff might get a little weird. We might encounter some self-doubt, some, some fear. I don't like the way I look. I'm in quarantine. I feel ugly. <laughs> um, you know. And we might have people blast from the past, come back during Venus retrograde. It's just people, especially right now, might be faltering into a little bit of their toxic behavior because like we're saying, sometimes the scariest place for people is alone in their own minds. And so there's a lot of projections right now. There's Definitely. A, lot, a lot of people are like thinking about the one that got away or they're thinking about unfinished business. And so Venus retrograde and Gemini might be a time that people start expressing that. And so like you and I always say, it's up to us to decide what we're available for. Definitely. 
but it is going to be, um, you know, maybe a more intense transit. And that's, that's happening pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah. So it's May 13th through June 25th is when we're going to be uh, with this retrograde. And then on April 3rd, your birthday, that's when Venus enters Gemini. And then Venus will be there until August 7th. So this is a really long Venus transit because mm. of the retrograde. So Venus is going through a lot. She's really going through a lot. And she's been going up against all these planets in Capricorn. She's been going through the astrological meat grinder. <laughs> we want to be kind and gentle to ourselves during the Venus retrograde. And I highly suggest, you know, between now and then, thinking about how you can make yourself most comfortable during that time. And it's okay. And it's interesting because when I, I hear myself say, oh, it's going to be a tough transit. Okay, we're already in tough transit. So right. we got this, you guys. Like, we got this. Like, we, we're in the energy of the Saturn-Pluto conjunct. And we're, we're in it. We're in it. And so, yeah, things might get or feel tough. But what we're seeing right now with this Aries season is self-reliance and self-sufficiency and activating that spirit within and really reminding ourselves that all that we seek or we're, are seeking is, is within us. And we can do this. Like we really want to get on that frequency of faith and hope and trust in ourselves. Such a beautiful time to prove to ourselves. I can fucking trust you. I have your back. It's a yeah. with ourselves that maybe we weren't having before. I know that I was really struggling with trusting myself in my last partnership. It, I knew it wasn't in alignment for me, but I was still in it. And that really messed up my sense of self-trust. Like I was like, damn, I can't even trust myself to like make a good decision in partnerships. And now all of that is changing and I'm here for it. Right. Well, because I think a lot of that is, is like what you were saying, where it's like, I don't have time for this anymore. Like I don't have time for the relationships that aren't working. I don't have time to be anything less than absolutely true to myself. It's personal development. I feel like the whole, like the whole entire globe, the whole planet's going through a Saturn return where, <laughs> okay, yeah, we're getting hit with some hard lessons and some restrictions and we're definitely feeling it. But again, it's that cocoon. And, and from that, we become this butterfly. Yes. So fly, all of you butterflies. Fly, fly, fly. Uh, this has been amazing. So is there any like last words you want to say about airy season, words of motivation, conviction, like what, what is, uh, what's the thing? Yes. I do want to say that Aries season is a time of fierce independence, but because we are going through this global collective shift in this pandemic, just to not be afraid to ask for help. You mm -hmm. don't have to go at it alone. You're not alone. And we really are all in this together. Yes. Yes, sisters. And you know, if you absolutely loved this episode, you can take a screenshot. Let us know that you're listening. Tag Raquel at astrology.withraquel. And you can tag me at Miss MS Kelly Kristen, and we will see you for Taurus season. Taurus, and cool. hopefully we will be a little bit more free by then. We'll find out. <laughs> hey sister, thank you so much for joining me today. 
If you know another woman that needs to hear this message, I ask that you please share it. And if you absolutely loved what you heard today, I would so appreciate if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes as it helps us to spread the message and grow the community. And that is our number one goal. So if you have not already, join us in the Woman Unleashed Collective on Facebook. This is a safe sisterhood to connect with like-minded women and get all the support you need in your journey to live life unleashed. Until next time, sisters, live life a little more boldly and create some magic.